feel good. I can't help but feel fine. Everything is in its place and everything is Welcome fine. to the BDX podcast where we talk business. This is episode 3 and we are joined by a special guest Jordan Wilson who's going to talk a little bit today about his business and how he got started. So, sit tight. Hopefully you learned something and hopefully you enjoy the conversation here on the BDX podcast. Today we've got Jordan with us. Jordan, say hi. Hello. How are you? Me? I'm good. Yeah, I'm or good. anybody. I mean, I'm good. They yeah. can't talk back to us. Yeah, well they can, but I don't I'm not going to listen. I guess they could, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Jordan's business, how he got started, why he got started. So I'm going to just uh we're just going to talk and we hope you enjoy the conversation. I think I said that already, but mm-hmm. whatever. Jordan, what is your business? Tell us a little bit about it. Uh decals. Uh running got a uh plotter that I can do different designs up to about 28 inches wide really as long as I need to go. Um, What's a plotter? It's like a, it's a cutting machine. Okay. It's like a printer, printer S, but it cuts. So it's got its own uh, servo motor that moves around and it adjusts the vinyl as it's cutting. So it can actually cut out specific shapes for. Yes. Shapes, designs. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I I know I got a, a guy I know that also does it and he does a lot with like uh, semis and stuff doing all of their, licensing numbers and yeah and decals and stuff like that so cool and uh tell us when you started your business 18 months ago year and a half ago, okay something like that so it's kind of a baby business yeah cool Definitely. cool cool and what was it that made you want to do something start a business uh go down this road I think it was just having something on the side, just a little extra cash side gig that could eventually evolve into something more. Okay. Why didn't you, um, I've had that same thought. Mm -hmm. What made you choose to create something for yourself rather than try to find something, some other job, a second job? I want to be able to do more on, on my time. Like when I have downtime or if I have to do something, I could work it later on my own schedule. I mean, especially with, with two kids, I need to be available to, to have my own life still outside of work. Yeah. So the flexibility, Yeah. what, uh, if you could name one thing that you have, that you feel like you've learned, um, in the last 18 months, about a business or running a business that you didn't know before that you would, you would say is like maybe the f- most important thing or the biggest thing you've learned. I think there's a lot of, a lot of planning, um, really understanding that there's not anybody else. So when something happens or you need to get something done, it can't be like, Oh, I'm going to delegate this or so-and-so mm-hmm. handle that. It's like, okay, having a checklist, I have my regular eight hour job. And then I have these orders that I have to go out did I buy stamps? Do I have letters? Is all my stuff done? Am I getting them done in the timeliness that I said I would? Um, is it cost effective? And I mean, just there's there's a lot, but I think most of it, yeah, it comes down to planning. I think one of the biggest things, uh, at least on that note that I've learned having a business is like, you don't really stop. Yeah. You don't really get off work and you can't blame anyone else. Right. Nobody, nobody tells you it's oh, 11 o'clock and you're the one like it's 
regardless of when you get an order or something's coming in, it's you. It's, it's you. It's you. It's nobody else. Yeah. You're on your own. And if you screw up, it's, it's you. you. Yeah. And it's not only <laughs> you, it's like your reputation, your business. You could lose a client. Mm-hmm. You could use, lose revenue. Well, and then like, so, so some of the decals they do, obviously they're not expensive. I mean, you could do I mean, five, six bucks and send something out. And if it gets damaged in the mail or there's some kind of moisture and the, the decal doesn't stick anymore, then I'm getting the bad review. Not yep. USPS or whoever gets shipping it. It's, it's coming down to, well, he sent me this and it didn't work. And so really having those customer service skills too of how can I fix it? What can I do to make it better? So, And I think on that note, again, I've learned this too, that you as the business owner, a lot of times, unless you're not, Unless you are lacking in those things and you don't care about your clients, you got to eat that. Like, I got to, you're going to have to send them a new decal Mm -hmm. or face a bad review or whatever it is. Like, and it, especially when you're first starting out, that's worth another decal. And so then it's like, cool, you paid $20 or whatever it might have been, $80 for a decal. It showed up incorrect or screwed up, or maybe the client, you know, me, I'm one of your clients that has screwed things up in the past. And it's like, well, I screwed that up. I need a new one. Yeah. Um, but you could have a client that's like, it didn't work. Yeah. And yeah, the transfer sometimes doesn't take, I mean, it's well, I guess my point is it could even be like, it could be the client's fault. Yeah. They applied it wrong. Cause mm-hmm. that, and I'm only saying that cause that's what happened with me. <laughs> yeah. I literally like did it wrong. I rushed it mm-hmm. and I was the one that screwed it up. And of course I, I think I paid. I don't remember. You might have given me the friend discount, but I think I paid for another set of decals. But you could have a, you could easily have someone who's like, "Hey, it didn't work. It didn't work right. It didn't do what you said it would, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And it's like now you got to eat that. Yep. Like you're either probably making a refund or you're sending them another one with yeah. some better instructions or something. So. Yeah, that, that's what I started to do. So originally, I didn't have a lot of information. I'd just send the decal out and kind of assuming people understood like this is how it needs to be. Mm. And then coming down to getting some feedback, a uh, couple reviews and then creating a um, how to sheet that I would send with it. Then like, Hey, pull it face down and pull it at an angle. And then when you apply it, make sure you're using like a squeegee or credit card or something and you're doing it slowly so you can see what pulls up. And if you need to push over something more to, to apply that pressure. Nice pivot. Thanks. That's probably, one of the biggest uh, oversights people probably maybe have. I don't know, I'm kind of guessing here. Like I know for me, there's lots of little oversights, but I think the big oversight is you have to be able to pivot. Yeah. Like you have to be able to go, Hmm, the podcast studio thing's not working. <laughs> How do we either get out of it mm-hmm. or change it up? Do something different. You have to be able to pivot, but I think you also just have to have the front, the, the ability to see that some stuff's not going to work. Yeah. And I think uh, being patient probably with that. Yeah. And, and I know on my end, I mean, I haven't done a lot of business lately. I just switching jobs, been busy, kids stuff. I mean, it's, it's been life and I haven't been advertising a lot or putting out a bunch of new products. Um, so that with a slowdown in business is on me. Um, I get some stragglers here and there because it's still out there. I mean, it's still, yeah, it's still available and people are, there's still reviews and I get reviews coming in that, may have ordered a year ago. Oh, wow. And now I'm getting a review like, oh, it's it's lasted. It went through the car wash and it's oh, still sure. there. And I'm like, I told you it would. I mean, nice. that's part of the advertising. It's, it's you're going to be like five to six years as long as you're not scraping on it with something. So, yeah. Um, is there anything about 
that last 18 months or starting in a business that you would tell somebody who doesn't have a business currently as a kind of a side gig or something they're trying to get into, um, but they're thinking about it. Is there anything you would tell them um, just from your experience, what you've learned, how you feel about it now, 18 months later? Yeah. I mean, other than get a good tax guy, which I don't have yet, but I'm looking. Um, I got a guy. Yeah. I know that's, yeah. I think he reached out to me. Um, but just finding something that you enjoy doing, but they can also people can benefit from that. Find try to find something where there's a need that's not for mine. I went to make sure I didn't want to have much overhead. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be twenty, fifty thousand dollars into a into a business. Then I'm like, oh, now I have to do something to to get there to to recoup some sure. of those costs. So I started out with something that I could build on, yeah, um, and go from there. So what uh, what's the next step for your business, or do you know what the next step is? And if so, what is it? Um, I haven't really th- thought too much about next step. I know right now, like it's a lot of the individual. I'm working with people, kind of doing small designs, um, more of like popular decals. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like like Biden and Trump stuff was popular for a while. Sure. Um, but I think trying to get to that next step to do more advertising, to do like business windows, or I mean, mm-hmm. even like what hours places are open or just any of those things that you can put on doors um, that, that they can use. So kind of getting into that more commercial aspect of it. Yeah. It seems like commercial would probably be where it's at. Yeah. Especially if you can get customers that are repeat mm-hmm. uh, commercial stuff. Um, if somebody is interested in looking you up and using you, what's the best way they can learn more about your business or get in touch with you? Yeah. Right now we just, uh, I just use sublime customs on Facebook um, and that is all my contact information. You can order there. You can reach out to me, message me, call me. I think my number's on there. So, Okay. This has been uh, the BDX podcast. Is there anything else that you wanted to share uh, with our lovely listeners, Mr. Jordan? No, nothing. We're good. Well, that was a little awkward transition you, yeah. there. Uh, it's been the BDX Studio Podcast. We always enjoy having you listen. Thank you so much if you're out there listening to the BDX uh, Podcast. We uh, In the next couple of episodes, we're going to have a couple other business owners on to talk a little bit more about their adventures and the things they've done and learned over the years. So thanks again for listening. It's been awesome. If you want to get a hold of Jordan with Sublime Customs, you can check him out on Facebook.com. Uh, I'm not sure the backslash, but it, you can look up Sublime Customs um, and look him up that way, and he would be glad to help you. It's been awesome hanging out with you, and we will see you next time. I'm reinventing myself. I'm me and nobody else. Ooh, I can't.